2: are locked on Cowboys. Your locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast locked Network. Your on. team every locked day.
0: On. Locked on.
1: on. Locked on. Cowboys. Locked on Cowboys. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast. I am Marcus Mosier. He is landon McCool. We've got a busy show for you guys today. Literally, nothing happened over the last 24 <laughs> hours, Lane, since we last talked. So, how are you doing today, sir? <laughs> Not a single
0: scrap of Cowboys news to be found. Look, uh, uh, I, 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 it's these kind of days, these kind of 24-hour periods that I think back to the off-season when, like, there is nothing going on, and now it's like we've got so much news that we hope that we can get to our regular part of our show today. Uh, so. It's, it's it's feast or famine constantly with following the uh, Cowboys.
1: Yeah, so we are going to try to get to your questions, but we've got like five big news <laughs> stories that we have to run through. Uh, we're going to take each one kind of quickly. Let's start with Tristan Hill. Uh, mm-hmm. Late Monday afternoon, it was announced that Tristan Hill will be suspended two games for throwing a punch. After Ian Rappaport of NFL Media reported that he would not be suspended, um, something obviously changed. I don't know what. I've got a feeling I, uh, well, that's not true. I know, I know who d- does the NFL suspensions over there, but uh, mm. yeah. So no Tristan Hill for the next two games. Is that surprising to you? Yeah, it is. Uh, because I'm pretty sure I saw
0: Kadarius Tony throw a pretty terrible punch at, a, at a Kazee during, a, during a game and then get signed, uh you know, yep. yeah, the equivalent of his, of his taxes on the game for, for, uh, you know, his payment. So uh, yeah, I, I am surprised. I'm even more surprised because I was told by someone who works directly for the NFL, uh, that it works in their media department, that he would in fact not be suspended. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess the, 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 the the front office called down again uh, when they weren't supposed to be calling down and uh, decided to change the outcome uh, as soon as they recognized that somebody with a star on their helmet was the, I,
1: I had a couple people, either DM me or quote, tweet me and say, yeah, but Marcus, this happened after the game. It's so much worse. We've seen a precedent for this. You're right. We saw Trent Williams punch Richard Sherman right in the face after a game. And he got an $8,000 fine and no suspension. So you're right. We have seen this before, Um, but this seems excessive, right? So it's over $115,000 worth of money that Tristan Hill will be forked up will have to give up, which is the most of any fine of any player this year, including Aaron Rodgers, who just that's un. Yeah. I mean, we don't even need to get into that. We, I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous, but how much does this hurt the Cowboys defense against the saints when, you know, they'll still won't have Neville Gallimore, still no Brent urban. Uh, what's the impact of not having him? It hurts. I mean, you know, he's he played
0: really well against the run in this last game against the Raiders. He was one of the few bright spots, Uh, I thought that consistently played well through the game and it was felt like he's starting to develop and come on. Um, You know, I mean, as far as from the Tristan Hills perspective, it's just another thing, man. It's just another, you know, bump on the road of a guy that shows you a little bit, shows you a little bit, shows you a little bit. Okay. 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 Then suddenly gets hurt or, you know, misses time and now he's suspended. It's just, it's an unfortunate thing. And then obviously for the Cowboys side of it, um, you know, after a week of having talked over and over of, about how, uh, it, it felt like, you know, there was an unfair uh, punishment on on the Cowboys. there's there's a constant kind of, uh, different set of rules for the Cowboys, especially with the referees. This is the most suspect thing I've ever seen in my life, man. Like, I've never, first of all, I've never heard of somebody getting suspended two games. For throwing a punch during an NFL game, uh, I've seen players throw punches as part of their, you know, in-game play, uh, and not get ejected from the game. So, the idea that they 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 have he has a six-figure fine, he's going to miss two games when no one has even missed one game of suspension over this stuff. I don't understand how there's any kind of justification. Like, what's not. what's what's the argument here for why this is legitimate or a, a, a fair punishment? I, I just I'd
1: love to hear the other side of this. The other thing that I was reading, and it was actually from Shereen Williams at Pro Football Talk, is there's a precedent by the NFL if a player is gets get suspended, you need to let the team know within 48 hours of their previous game ending. That way, you can start to get prepared to play without them the NFLs didn't suspend him on Saturday or Sunday or even early Monday. It was Monday afternoon after the Cowboys already had practice. And that's just something we don't see very often. So now the Cowboys have to adjust their game plan uh, based on Tristan Hill not playing. And even then the reason why they do this earlier in the week is so that an appeal can take place. And that way you can have it solved before kickoff. Tristan Hill's appeal is supposed to be on Tuesday evening and if they take them 48 hours to kind of look over all that. So it's just, it's just a mess all the way uh, through it. That's all. I've just imagined the NFL going, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. The appeal. Yeah. Just don't even worry about that. I, well, <laughs> well, I think what now if you want, I you know? wonder if they forgot the Cowboys play on Thursday. I honestly wonder.
0: Or if they just forgot that they had to go through this ruse of pretending that there's an appeal process that is of any legitimacy oh at God. all. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's right. We have the, the, the kangaroo court we got to go through first. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, we'll have that. Sure. Yeah, yeah. We can tell you the result now if you'd like, but uh, we'll, we'll, have, we'll have the appeals court.
1: Uh, so just, just to be clear, John Runyon, former Eagles offensive lineman, is the one that hands the suspensions down. Um, do you know who does the appeals? Yeah, that would be Troy Vincent, also former a former Eagle,
0: <laughs> Eagle quarterback. Uh, that's kind of just, weird.
1: Just, Crazy. just wanted to put that out there. So mm-hmm. uh, no Tristan Hill most likely this week or next week. That's certainly a loss. Uh, but the Cowboys could also be without some more players next week. Uh, but I want to tell you about all that in just a second. But before we do that, I want to tell you about Beachbound. In life, we are all bound for different things. With BeachBound.com vacations, you could be bound for adventure, bound for passion, Bound for discovery or bound for togetherness, or you may be bound for encountering the unexpected, like the Cowboys certainly are over the last <laughs> couple of days. Uh, yeah. When I'm at a beach resort, I just like to relax, have a couple drinks in my hand, and as long as I got a good view, I'll be all right. So, uh, with beachbound.com, you can find the perfect beach vacation for you, no matter what you are looking for. What are you bound for? Visit beachbound.com today. This
0: is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode
1: Landon, I could use the beach bound vacation after yeah. this last 24 yes, hours. Yes, holy cow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We still have got like seven more games left. It's yeah. a long season. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, COVID update for the Cowboys. Nation Wright tests positive. Uh, he is not going to play this week, and we'll see about next week against Washington, just depending on how the protocols shake out. Mike McCarthy not going to coach this week. They did name Dan Quinn the interim coach for this game. I would expect Mike McCarthy because he is vaccinated to probably be back next week for Washington.
0: Yep, that makes sense.
1: And then there's Amari Cooper who missed ten days because he is unvaccinated, tested positive for COVID nineteen. Sounds like he's back in the building, still not feeling well. Mike McCarthy said he still has a bad cough, and there's some real doubt as as to if he's going to be able to play this week against the Saints. So, uh, just thoughts on all three of those you know guys missing time with COVID.
0: I mean, I think the I mean, you want to make your arguments about vaccination versus unvaccination, just look at the timeline of these two things, you know, look at what Cooper is we will be lucky if Cooper doesn't miss a whole month, you know, mm-hmm. because at the at the end of this, he probably won't play in this game because he's still symptomatic. and we don't really know exactly what. COVID is going to do to his body or how well he's going to be able to recover from this. We have all gone with the assumption that, Oh, he's going to miss this time because of the COVID protocol. He caught COVID, you yeah. know, like there's, there's a chance that he's very sick. I mean, it doesn't sound like he is very sick, but it's still enough that there's lingering likely effects for sure. lingering effects. Yeah. It's not just like, Oh, I'm out of the protocol. I'm, I'm a hundred percent. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think this just shows you just how, Unfortunate it was that Cooper didn't get vaccinated because, as opposed to potentially just missing one game and not getting, you know, severely sick, he potentially has a more than a mild case and he's going to miss at least three games. I would think. I I would be surprised. First of all, the phrase coughing and in the building being used in the same sentence sounds ill advised. I'm just going to say that. Uh, and then the idea that he is going to be able to come back to 100 percent after you know dealing with a, a respiratory illness uh you know is is probably unlikely so I imagine they, they he's probably really... should
1: just sit him anyways just keep him yeah. home for the next until what probably well shouldn't be in the building come back to the building he shouldn't be in the building like, i mean again I know if he's coughing, prob- if, he's, if he's symptomatic yeah, they, they probably should just keep him in at home until they return to practice next Wednesday. I, I think that's probably the smartest thing to do.
0: I agree. I mean, just because this has to stop. Like this yeah. is, this has to the Cowboys. Well, they need to them to feel better. They, I
1: don't think it yeah. does anybody good to have a compromised Amari Cooper on the field. It, we know that he's probably still banged up from other injuries. He's had this year with a hamstring and the knee and the plantar fasciitis. Why not just give him 10 more days and we'll see what he looks like next week.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think at this point, you know, you cut your losses a little bit and just hope that he can get back next week feeling a little bit better and, you know, fully over uh, his symptoms because this is just dumb, man. I mean, <laughs> like, you, you just keep you keep putting risk I- into this and you keep getting more and more people testing positive. Like, they need to stop this because it's this plus the injuries. And, and it, probably, it probably wouldn't have been so bad if it didn't have both. Is really put a huge blunt in all the momentum this team has had going into yeah. the end of November. So uh, yeah, they need to they need to stop this. They need to make sure that that Cooper's completely healthy before bringing him back in. Uh, and it's just again, it's super unfortunate. It's super unfortunate that you know the, these decisions are causing Cooper to miss three really important games that they need him. Uh, you know, and I, again for him personally, you, you think he didn't want to play the Raiders? Like I know. I mean I know. So, I I think it's, uh, yeah, we are where we are, but I think the Cowboys need to play it safe at this point and just make sure that that they don't, you know, continue to become a petri dish of COVID uh, for for the rest of the season.
1: All right. We should also talk about (laughs) Jerry Jones was on fire this morning, but uh, he said that Ezekiel Elliott will play on Thursday. And not only will he play, he'll have a, I believe he called a serious load, is the exact word. A full load is
0: what I thought it was, wasn't it? A full load.
1: A full load. Um, Phrasing, Jerry. Phrasing, phrasing Jerry. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's it's just
0: it never. It's on purpose at this point. I have to
1: think. Right? I think so. So how did we go, Landon? From uh, the Cowboys are considering resting Ezekiel Elliott for a couple of weeks to help his knee. To he's going to get a full workload against the one of the best run defenses in football on Thursday night football.
0: Well, see, so see, what's going on here is that Mike McCarthy is trying to play coy and be a head coach, and Jerry Jones is playing jerry jones so you know he's gonna tell you what he wants to tell you when he wants to tell you it so is it
1: smart though i i, I guess no. i just don't understand no. it why <laughs> no. why why do we need ezekiel to have a full workload in this thursday game after they've just played two games in what seven days ten days four days uh, again, two games in uh, four days right
0: I, i'm taking what jerry's saying with the with the With the same number of grains of salt that he put on that 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 breakfast sandwich. Oh, that's (laughs) a lot, though. That's unfortunate. (laughs) Well, there you go. Uh, You know, he's probably telling the truth. He may be telling the truth, or he may be telling the truth as he understands it right now. You know, so I I, will. It'll be interesting to see. I, you know, I thought for sure after hearing those comments, and I know I wasn't the only person uh, that 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 lingering you know, announcement for COVID situations is going to end up being Tony
1: Pollard. That's exactly Um, what I thought. Well, and here's the truth. Uh, Jerry Jones said we have one player that's probably not going to be available and another that might not be. So I'm not saying that I know anything, but there's still a chance it could be right. Maybe that's part of the reason we haven't heard anything yet.
0: Yeah. So, uh, you know, again, uh, I generally take what Jerry says about stuff, you know, with with that kind of level. It, it, a lot of times it's true. A lot of times it's overly true, but it, I I'm not holding it as a gospel quite yet. I mean, again, what's what does a full load mean? Some somebody equated that to thirty plus touches, and I'm like that that mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily a full load could be relative to what his full load is for this year, which is something like you know twenty to twenty five touches.
1: So we'll see. Even that would be a lot. Do you know the last time that Absolutely. he's had? Uh, more than 17 carries in a game was back in October against the giants. Over the last yeah. six weeks, he's averaging 12 carries a game. October is when he hurt his knee too. So uh, I just, yeah, I, I mean, I... I, even 12 carries. I just don't think they're, they need that this week against the saints. I think the best way to beat them is through the air, but um, we shall say, all right, one more bit of news before we move on to questions. And my yeah. goodness, what a, what a day of questions. Um, Taysom Hill is going to be the starting quarterback for the saints. It's the first time that he's going to be the starter uh, for this team this season. Does that make you nervous at all? No. Uh, you know, I mean, I, there's something it makes to the me more idea nervous that he's than excited.
0: Yeah, maybe, but I mean, you know, that he's excited that, you know, he's going to prepare, like he's going to give it his all. Uh, the Cowboys always get everybody's best shots. Um, you know, I I think Taysom Hill is limited as a quarterback and if you can't stop a Taysom Hill at quarterback situation, uh, you know, then you've got, you've got problems. I I, I will say that it's not so much Taysom Hill that makes me concerned. It's, 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 it's Sean, you know, uh, it's Sean Payton. Yeah. It's Sean Payton. I was trying to say my brain wanted to say McVeigh, but it's Sean Payton that I'm concerned about. I'm not Payton
1: Payton right now. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, Sean, it's Sean Payton that uh, you worry about, like, you know, in conjunction with, with that. And that he clearly has an investment in Taysom Hill and, and likes him playing the position. He'll draw up some crazy stuff. There definitely will be some stuff that we've never seen before that's going to show up. Uh, they're going to add a lot of variance into this uh, situation. It's not Taysom Hill so much uh, that I'm concerned about, but I will say that this offense concerns me because of the. I think it's a the sum of those parts are the whole is better than the sum of those parts. I guess you know is yeah. what I'm saying. Like yeah. I think when you put it all together with Sean Payton, you get they've got their their two running backs back.
1: Uh, Ryan it, it, could, it looks like he's going to be back. Taron Taron Armstead looks like he's going to be back. Their offensive line is really good when it's healthy. And that's what makes you nervous. Like, are they just going to run the ball 40 times in this game and challenge the Cowboys to get off the field that way? Who knows? Like, it could be a really shortened game plan where every possession on offense is so important for Dallas. And without Amari Cooper, it could be in in a banged up Ezekiel Elliott, it could be tough sledding out there for Dallas.
0: Absolutely. And and I think that that's, you know, that's where I have concerns is that the offense, has the ability to move the ball, Taysom Hill is not the, you know, even though he's the quarterback and that's who we usually have the, obviously the most concern with uh, when facing an offense. This is one of those cases where even with Simeon, honestly, I think, you know, you, you think that with Simeon that that he adds more variance when they're throwing the football, but I don't know that he does. I think Taysom Hill is kind of a, you know, a hit and miss quarterback as well. So Yep. Uh, it's more. It's more that you know what is Peyton going to draw up with these components that he has. They're getting healthier. Their offense is going to look a lot better than we expect. A an offense led by a Taysom Hill quarterback would would look.
1: Yeah, I mean they've found ways to win with Taysom Hill before as a quarterback. They like to run the ball a ton, take shots down the field. They're going to do some weird stuff in a Thursday night game on Prime yep. you Just know that they will. Uh, we even saw it last week. They had a fake punt against Buffalo. Uh, yeah. They went for it fourth and seven from their own thirty. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna be a much harder game than I think a lot of Cowboy fans are maybe anticipate. So yeah, uh, we'll we'll get to that tomorrow. We're gonna preview the game tomorrow. There's a crossover show that comes out on Thursday. So, uh, but I want to get to you guys' questions. You guys sent us like forty questions. Uh, we're going to get to them now. But before we do that, I should tell you guys about bet online. It's the number one spot for all the sports action. this season head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. All you have to do is use promo code locked to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. All right, Landon, let's get to the questions. Uh, this first one is about Micah Parsons because everybody wants to know, where is he going to line up this week? With DeMarcus Lawrence back, is this a game where we maybe see him more as a linebacker?
0: Maybe. Um, you know, I, I think that they're certainly going to get his snaps in as a pass rusher. I mean, he's just too valuable as a pass rusher to not give him, you know, plenty of snaps there. I think,
1: you know. Although this the is a perfect of- game for him to be the quarterback spy. I'm just, just saying.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and I think with, you know, like you mentioned, with the, you know, the opportunity for them to potentially run the ball a whole bunch, this may be not the best game for him to be playing defensively, you know, because you don't, that's one area where you, you do have some concern with, you know, guys like, especially with against a Teron Armstead and Ryan Ramchick is like, it's, those are guys who can bury defensive ends uh, in the run game. That's why it's so
1: nice to have DeMarcus Lawrence back. Exactly.
0: I will say the one bright, shining thing here is the fact that you have DeMarcus Lawrence coming back. And I will say this too. I think Dorance Armstrong has played really good football these last few weeks, especially against the run. So um, I I am excited to kind of see what they have uh, opposite of each other to, to kind of allow uh, uh, Parsons to kind of take a step back and play linebacker a little bit more, which will help in the run game, which will help as a spy uh, for all those reasons. That doesn't mean that you don't deploy him as a pass rusher on third down and obvious passing downs. I just think that they're, uh, you know, the, the previous few weeks, the Cowboys have been lucky because they've kind of run into a, 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 a group of, of backup tackles uh, or, or guys that are, or, you know, kind of replacement level starters at least. And so I think that that is why you've seen more of a deployment of of Parsons on the defensive end is is because he can really take advantage of those guys, and not that he can't take advantage of, of uh, Ramchek and, and Armstead. It's just it's just it's it's a lot uh, more diff- difficult, right? It's just they yeah. are those these yeah. guys are two of the best. I mean, you know, uh, they may be the, the best pack, tackle pair in the league. I think they are, when yeah. yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, yep. I just think that you, you likely are probably going to put Parsons in a spot where he's able to make the most plays. And this week uh, that may be kind of more snaps at linebacker than he has been getting in previous weeks, simply because there's not quite the disadvantage uh, on the offensive line that the Parsons faced the last few weeks.
1: I will say this is a game where I think I'd love to see Parsons and J Ron Curse be your linebackers on most passing downs, right? just give you some more speed and size there because I, I mean, if Taysom Hill is going to beat them throwing the ball down the field in tight coverage against Diggs and Brown, so be it. Right. Yeah. You just can't on third and eight, give up a nine yard run. That, that's where you're going to lose the game. If that kind of stuff happens. Right.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I think that that's, uh, that's, you know, the kind of the, the place where the Cowboys have lucked out because DeMarcus Lawrence really helps your game plan here. He is the, maybe the best, run defender, defensive lineman in the league. They're certainly the best defensive yep. end, I would say, uh, in the run game. So uh, having him back is makes it an equal task for whoever he's lining up against uh, the offensive tackle-wise. And it just kind of helps put your defense back into a better position to deploy
1: the players in a spot that can help
0: face the kind of offense that they're facing this week.
1: Uh, next question from Robbie. Is the Washington football team a legitimate concern? Now they are five and six and five oh, division God, games yes. left to go, including two against the Cowboys. Uh,
0: no, I don't think so. I, I mean, it, it, they're it's only the a thing over Dallas again.
1: really falls off, right?
0: Yeah. Like, th- this is all Dallas is to lose. Like, if Dallas falls off, then it doesn't <laughs> matter who's beneath them. Yeah. Like, they're, the, I mean, they're just, if the Cowboys can't win a football game four straight weeks in a row, five straight weeks in a row, then. It, you know then whoever is down there is probably gonna catch up look I mean if you watch that game last night Seattle is just a mess it need, they need disaster. to blow up that whole franchise and start over and if you watch Washington you know they were they scored like what was the final score like I think the 16 to, to 9 or something like that it, I mean it wasn't like they were moving the ball at times but it also looked like Seattle was lost there were still times when you're watching Taylor Heineke throw like a 10 yard comeback route and the ball takes like a full five minutes to get there. Like there was one, I, I really, I, that was like where, uh, where Terry was wide open and on a, on a comeback route and Heineke threw the ball. And by the time it got there, the cornerback had broken on the ball and gotten to it and was able to make the breakup. I, I think that they have found a good way of moving the football Uh, they've been able they've had some success recently running the football. Uh, I mean, it's not dissimilar to what's going on with the Eagles, man. It's just like, they've kind of feasted on some teams that are hurting a little bit. Uh, and now they feel like, uh, they're contenders despite not being at 500
1: yet. I I feel the same way about Washington. I feel like the Eagles, one of those teams is probably going to get to eight wins. One of them might even get to nine wins. It's certainly possible. But if Dallas doesn't get to 10, there's something really wrong, right? Like it it would be shocking if Dallas doesn't get to 10 wins. And if they don't, they don't really deserve to win this division anyways, because it's, it's been theirs to lose the entire season. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I still
1: remain confident that this team is going to figure it out. So, uh, all right, let's get back to a couple more questions. Uh, A couple of people want to know, have teams figured out Kellen Moore in the Cowboys offense?
0: No, I mean, I don't think that that's what's, what's going on is, is that, and and, and I will, let's go ahead and lump in some of these other questions. Have teams figured out our, our run game, right? What's going on with the run game? Cause I saw a lot of those questions too. I think the combination of injury has, has left the Cowboys kind of one dimensional in, in a lot of ways. I mean, look, you lose both of your starting wide receivers and you don't have any threat, anybody threatening on the outside, or at least to the point that's going to make you not stack the box against the run, right? And once you can do that, the Cowboys suddenly become less uh, balanced and less able to kind of do what they want as they please, uh, and teams can kind of focus in on certain ways of stopping the Cowboys that makes it difficult. They can load up the box uh, and then kind of you know play coverage on the back end with you know your backup wide receivers. And it makes the whole thing a lot easier because you don't have to worry about the threat of of Cooper. You don't have to worry about the threat of CeeDee Lamb. I mean, Gallup is just kind of getting back. I mean, and they'll take three or four shots from Gallup a a game if you can complete them if if you're not constantly hitting them down the field with passes to Cooper and Lamb as well. So I think it's more just that the injuries combined with – you know, unforced errors in changing your, your, your offensive line lineup uh, it, it made for a poor mix of uh, offensive stability. And then you suddenly become one dimensional in, in a dimension that you're not quite comfortable yet. Bec- you're not quite comfortable yet because you have two brand new starters on the offensive line that you're relying on, on, you know, digging out yep. people and creating holes uh, it's it's just was an ugly combination, especially then added in on a short week. you know. So I don't think
1: it's a figuring it out schematic-wise. I think it's a personnel issue. I, I agree with you. There's also some part of this that they've had some bad luck. And when I mean bad luck, I mean some bad calls. Like last week, they yeah. had a 39-yard run by Tony Pollard that got taken back by a very questionable holding call by Tyler very Biotis. Question. It was actually the sixth run of 20 or more yards that the Cowboys had called back due to a holding call. Uh, and they lead the league in offensive holdings, which – okay. Um, I mean, right. they just had some bad luck, right? If Tony Pollard hits that 31-yard gain, all of a sudden now they have 100 yards rushing. Pollard's averaging six yards per carry, and I don't think we're worried about the run game, really. Just some bad luck. That's that's all I'll say. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and
0: uh, whatever you want to call luck or uh, whatever you want to call what's going on with the refs, that's, that is – Something that is happening to the Cowboys. Something,
1: Yeah, they are getting <laughs> a lot of flags thrown on there for whatever reason, because whatever they're reason. holding, because they're wearing white jerseys. I don't know. It's just happening. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So tomorrow we'll be back to preview the Cowboys Saints game. We'll probably have a better idea of who's in and who's out for the Cowboys. We are crossing our fingers. No more COVID tests, positive COVID tests, because my goodness, this team Serious. is already so decimated. Uh, But we should know more about Amari Cooper. We should know more about the practice report from Tuesday. Uh, So keep an eye on that. On Thursday, we'll have a crossover show with Ross Jackson from Lockdown Saints. Make sure you guys are checking him out over there. Uh, And then Friday, Landon, we'll be talking about, hopefully, hopefully a Cowboys win over the Saints in New Orleans. Uh, So make sure you're downloading the show wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on YouTube. You can follow Landon on Twitter at NicoleBCB. I am at Marcus underscore Mosier.